Everyone, I'm Lucas Mack, and welcome to another episode of The Golden Rule Revolution, where I define inspiration and purpose as treating people like people and nothing less. Today is a special episode of The Golden Rule Revolution. I'm actually bringing you an episode from another podcast I host called The Vulnerable Hero. I find this episode to be incredibly important to bring to you as an audience of this podcast. And it touches on subjects like the Me Too movement. It touches on the pain that victims feel, but it also provides a way out to heal. Heal ourselves and by default, heal society. So I hope that you listen. I hope this episode touches you and brings you clarity on the path forward to healing and being the best version of yourself. Hi everyone, I'm Lucas Mack and welcome to another episode of The Vulnerable Hero, where I define vulnerability as having the courage to experience love in its purest form. Having the courage to experience love. It takes courage. It takes us facing our fears. It takes us squaring up at the darkest, most confining and somewhat trapping emotions and facing those to truly experience the love, the freedom, and the peace that I believe every person on planet Earth truly wants. But it takes being vulnerable to get there. This podcast, The Vulnerable Hero, is about learning how to receive love in order to be the permission for others to feel safe enough so that they can receive love. When you stand in your vulnerability in the power that you possess as a whole person with a mind, heart, and soul in alignment, healed, no doors left unlocked or no doors left locked and shut, no doors left that you are unwilling to go into and expose and bring light to that. When you do that, when you get to that place, you become an invitation for another to get to that place. And truly, this is not lofty rhetoric. If you want to see the world change, if you want to see society change, if you want to see society heal, as I do, people heal, as I do, and you and I heal, as I do, then it starts internally. It starts with us. Mahatma Gandhi said, be the change you want to see. Be it. Be it. But how can you be the change you want to see unless you first go inside and look at the pain? Look at the cause of your behaviors and your actions. You see, hurt people The reason why hurt people will always hurt people is because out of what we are, we produce more of. I cannot give you that which I do not have. Therefore, I can only give you what I do have. And when I have pain and hurt, shame, confusion, anger, rage, guilt, then that is what I give to the world. But when I go in and heal those causes, the the moments, 
the experiences, the words, the actions, the things that caused me pain and made a wall, a facade, an ego, a persona that protected my innocent self. If I don't go and address those moments, then I will be left in pain, as will you. Today's podcast is about Me Too, the Me Too movement, Us Too, the Us Too movement, and pain is pain. I have talked to so many different people, men, women, transgendered, it I truly, I've had amazing conversations with human beings and there's a lot of anger. There's also a lot of hurt. There's also a lot of fear on what to say, what not to say. One of the sweet souls I've talked to recently is this gay man and he doesn't align necessarily with what he said the gay community, and he feels sometimes ostracized. And I said, why is it that we can't just love people for being people, but we have to qualify our communities by what we think someone else's beliefs? Because beliefs change all the time. Let's be clear. Beliefs change all the time. With new information, beliefs change. So if we only create groups with who we think believe the same things we do, we don't know the constant change that we experience. Therefore, it's really a facade and a fallacy to say, I only associate with people that believe the same thing because no one believes the same thing always forever. That said, he said he was talking about how he feels disenfranchised and inside a disenfranchised group. I thought, God, that is so, that is what happens when people don't heal, but are so tightly closed. And that happens in every community, religious community, social community, political community, gender community. It also happens when victims, when they don't heal, get power, and then they become perpetrators themselves. And this is, Incredibly real what I'm saying. This is not to indict anyone. But I do want to make the point that it is hurt people who hurt people. It is hurt people who hurt people. Now, if you are only looking at those who hurt you and wanting to get back on the ones that hurt you, you also at the same time must understand that the pain that they caused in you with no invitation of your own asking is simply happened wrongly, unjustly, but it happened. And because it happened and because the pain resides in all of us to certain degrees for different and various reasons, but the pain resides in all of us. And if we don't address the pain, the confusion, the hurt, the shame, and when we stop justifying that which happened, which made us quote unquote tough to be who we are today, but instead think, who could I, who could I truly be had I never experienced that trauma? And I'm not talking about not overcoming adversity. Adversity 
is a good thing to overcome. The tension to rise is a good thing. However, accepting the adversity's pain for whatever it was as good and not addressing why the pain still resides is not good. Because you will hurt people. Pain seeps out in different ways. It might be your words. It might be what you say. It might be your actions. It might be your indifference. It might be your inaction. It might be your judgment of others. It might be your isolation. However that comes out, pain will always come out. The Me Too movement. I am... We, I want every victim in this world specifically and in this country, more specifically, <laughs> to have a voice. And I want you to hear me, man, woman, whatever identity you've associated with, associated with, I want you to have a voice. That's what being a hero is, is to have the voice to articulate because your voice is the most powerful asset that you have. Not your physical strength, not your mental capacity, but your ability to articulate your voice clearly. And pain chokes our voice. Hurtful words said to us are like a a hand on our throat that grip. And we have forgotten how to talk and how to speak and how to simply just articulate our own experiences. So I am glad that every victim in the Me Too movement got a voice or hopefully got a voice, or feel like their voice was heard. And yet, a voice alone is not enough. Because that voice can be articulating pain. And then that pain is put upon those who cause pain, and then pain is caused in another. And simply, This is the process of hurt people hurt people. And men, I believe, are the origin of pain. It doesn't matter if a woman's been abusive or hurting or or, or mean or whatever. If you go up the family line or the tree of pain or the lineage of pain high enough, you will see that it was a man. I truly believe that. Now, I'm not beating men up. I'm just saying that men, because we don't, show vulnerability and go in and heal and and open up and discuss and talk and just be free because society has closed us up in this macho image of the isolationist, the stoic. And stoicism is not, not dealing with pain. Stoicism is full awareness of oneself and processing that self. But we've taken stoicism as showing no emotion. And this is unhealthy and it is a lie, but that lie got seeded in early on and it has produced this tree of the masculine world not processing and addressing pain. Not even having the humility to admit that there was pain. Not even having the willingness to drop the walls and listen to others who were caused pain by the masculine unhealthiness. So yes, I do believe 
men are the origin of pain. It is men who lead wars, predominantly as men who go to war. All great generals are men. And this is not to indict men. This is just to simply say, let's be honest and open about what the reality is. The masculine energy goes to take. And thank goodness, because it provides. Even a single mother who has to step into the masculine provides for her family and takes and works hard and goes out and gathers and brings back. This is not a gender issue. This is an energy issue. This is in balance. And we are out of balance. We are simply out of balance in society. So men, when you are unwilling to be vulnerable and heal your ability to receive love and this side gets shut down, what you do is continually take. And you take, 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 trying to satiate the void of receiving love. So you you try substances and pornography and relationships and, and whatever it is and materialism and you're taking, 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 and it will never satiate your inability to receive love, which you crave the most. And in all the actions that you do to take, those actions are done in hurt, in pain. They are. If you're not able to receive love, you have a great wound and that wound will fester in your taking in the world. And so all the people that you experience, all the people that to varying degrees you've hurt, then what do they do? They hurt others. And so the Me Too movement was a movement of people who were hurt, women who were hurt and were wronged badly, who were wronged badly and used, finally felt safe enough in mass to gain a voice and my sisters before you use your voice process the pain and heal and be an invitation for the men to come out of the shadows and heal themselves because if we just indict and become perpetrators with our narrative then we are leaving no solution out. And 79% of all suicides in the United States are men. Brothers, listen to me right now. Eight out of 10 people that will choose to take their own life this year are men. You might be thinking about it. I thought about it. I attempted it when I was 20 years old. I understand it. In fact, because I never chose to face the pain from 20 years old to 36 years old, that thought of escaping my body and getting out of myself never left me until I, I wanted to change more than I wanted to stay the same. And I went and I just couldn't take it any longer. I had an emotional affair. I hurt my wife. I was unhealthy. I hurt people. I... And I didn't know why I was doing it. I didn't want to do it. I don't think most people want to hurt people, but it comes out when we don't deal with the pain. I'm not here preaching a holiness life where I am righteous and thus saith me. I'm saying we are all in this together. The me too 
and the us too. The me too and the us too. Because pain is pain. I truly believe there is a movement, and I'm calling everyone out, join this movement, join me in this path, in this process. I believe there is a movement arising, and this movement is a movement of healing, of not forcing people to stay in the shadows, of not shaming people. And there are people that are bad. I am not ignoring that, nor am I avoiding that subject. Everyone needs to be held accountable. And may we hold each other accountable first because we hold ourselves accountable. And may we have compassion for at some point in every person's life, pain was inserted into their path. And unfortunately, because society doesn't want to talk about pain, it festered and went internal instead of talking about it and letting it out and exposing it so that light could come in and heal, so that love could come in and heal. You know what I believe would heal most of America, most of the world? Simply holding someone. Simply holding someone in, in pain. Just hold them. Most of us just, we never experience unconditional love. And we, we crave it. Just to hold someone and say, I'm going to stand here. I'm going to hold you until you heal or we cry together or you, whatever it is, I will stand with you and we will be together in this path of healing. I will not try to change you. I will not tell you that you're a sinner, you're going to hell, that you're wicked or no, I'm simply saying hurt people, hurt people, healthy people, however, heal people. And it's time for the hurting to become healed so the healed can go out and heal another. Every one of us has the ability to hurt another person. Therefore, every one of us should have compassion that every one of us has been hurt. And if you grew up in my shoes, would you be any different than me? And if I grew up in your shoes, would I be any different than you? If we grew up in Donald Trump's shoes, would we be any different than him? Who can say that? It's time that we have compassion. Not to ignore, not to avoid, but to call forth and to stand in our own power, in our own story, in our own vulnerability, and be the permission for others to stand in theirs. For this is what I've learned, and I've talked about it on this podcast many, many times. I talked about it in my TED Talk. Where love is present, and let's define love. Because this word has been bastardized. It's been taken by abusers and used as a weapon. But let me define what love is. Love always gives your highest good to you. Period. Love gives. The word love in Hebrew is ahava. Ahava. H-A-H-A-V-A. Ahava. Ahava means to give. Love always gives. But that which takes from us is not love. And we have had things taken from us, our sense of safety, security, value, self-worth, joy, 
uh, voice, whatever, purity, it's been taken from us. Our sense of unconditional love, our sense of goodness and, and mercy and grace and all these things, it's been taken from us and it's been taken from us in the name of love. And it is not love because it took. That's how you know it's not love. Love gives. Love always gives, always. And love's first thing that it gives is love. Love gives love. The first fruit of love is love. So, defining love, where love is present, truth will come forth. And let's talk about truth. I hear people on the right talk about relativism, and, and I used to talk about relativism, and I truly I don't believe in relational relativism, meaning treating people different. I believe in loving all people. And that is universal truth to everyone. Therefore, I love everyone and will stand for them where they need to be met. And if I don't, if I judge, if I condemn, if I even if someone sniffs judgment, they're not going to share their truth. And it is their truth. It is not your truth. It is their truth. It is their story, their experience, their pain, their memories, their trauma, your pain, your memories, your trauma, not my observation of your story. It is your story to share. And when you share, when we share, when we have the courage to experience love in its purest form and open up and share and step forth powerfully in vulnerability, freedom happens. Freedom happens. Freedom happens. Freedom happens. Because you don't have to carry that any longer. It's, there is not a secret worth carrying to your grave because you are worth your freedom. You are valued, you are cherished, you are loved, even if no one ever told you you were, you are. You are. And it is time that you go inside first and really look at whatever age you were. And it doesn't have to be traumatic pain. It could be you were never hugged enough. That's traumatic to some people. You were never told you were loved. That's traumatic to some people. Kids at school bullied you. That's definitely traumatic. Whatever it is, it doesn't have to be in the home. It could be in school. It could be a friend. It could be a partner. It could be a wife. It could be whatever. And there could be continual traumas over and over and over and over and over. It's not to compare trauma with trauma, my story, your story, their story, or her story. It is to say all pain is equally trapping to each individual the same. And it is time that we heal. So that when you have the courage to go inside and express and deal and process the pain and cry if you have to cry and scream if you have to scream and get rageful if you have to, but in a safe environment, not taking it out on others, but just getting it out of yourself. When we do this as a society, this is how we heal. And I believe the movement of healing is taking place right now. Me too. Yes. Us too. Yes, pain is pain. And it will not vanish. It does not get erased. There is no magic to take that 
which is and totally destroy and remove it because matter cannot be destroyed. Matter cannot be destroyed and neither can pain. It only can be released. And just like we express carbon dioxide and the trees breathe in carbon dioxide and the trees express oxygen and we breathe in oxygen. So as we express the pain, there is, there is forces in the universe to take that pain. And what is returned is love, peace, long suffering, goodness, gentleness, faith, joy, peace. Nature is already created to bring your highest good to you. It's time that you stop striving to prove your worth. I'm here to tell you, you're already worth as much as you can conceive you want to be validated as. You are worth that and more. But in order to feel validated, you must go inside and unlock all the chains and pain and doors and darkness. You have to let light in. For light is the greatest disinfectant, sunlight. You have to let the light of the sun inside you. And I want to say this, counter, uh, darkness is not a counterforce to light. Darkness exists in the absence of light. And fear is not a counterforce to love. There's no power in fear. Fear simply exists in the absence of love. And I'm glad that darkness and I'm glad that fear exists. And I'm glad that pain exists because pain isn't a counterforce to healing. Pain exists in the absence of healing. I'm glad these things exist. Why? Because they are simply indications that we get to bring more light, more love, and more healing into ourselves and therefore into the world. They're just, they're just indications. They're blinking lights. Bring it more in. Therefore, you can bring it more out. Anything that, look, brothers and sisters, anything that is based in fear, if your religious narrative is based in fear, if your social narrative is based in fear, if your political narrative is based in fear, it is not based in love and it is not based in healing. It is not based in freedom. Perfect love casts out all fear because fear is not a counterforce to love. Fear exists in the absence of love and love, which is giving. Perfect love is giving, unconditional, always giving. The highest good Cast out fear. So allow perfect love inside you. Love yourself. And more often than not, you can't do it alone. I don't go uh, butcher my own animals to bring home. I mean, I've hunted before. That, that was amazing uh, experience. But typically, you know, I go to the grocery store and there's someone else who butchered the animals, cut it up, cut up all the, the pieces or whatever, harvested grain or fruits. I mean, whatever. But there are specific responsibilities in society. And when we use um, or honor everyone's specific gifts, that is a healthy functioning society. What I mean by this is therapists are beneficial to talk about emotional health. So go to a therapist. 
as a butcher is beneficial for knowing how to cut meats and make sure that there isn't any uh, bacteria in the cuts or whatever there is. I mean, there's the butcher, there's the baker, there's the candlestick maker as the old saying goes. Meaning everyone has their own function in society. So if you need to heal, if there's places in your life that you know you need to, then go to therapy. Go to emotional intelligence. Come to a men's retreat. Join others, but be around people you feel safe enough to share your truth without judgment, without fear, without retribution. Just share. (sighs) Me too, us too, pain is pain. That is the message today. And I'm truly looking at you and saying, the time for your healing is now. The time for your liberation, the time for your receiving infinite love is now. Now, not tomorrow, now. It's time we wake up. It's an awakening. It's a healing awakening. I don't want to see another hurt person take their own life. I also don't want to see another hurt person hurt another person. I want to see people who feel trapped by whatever internal or external force have the courage to step through that fear and be vulnerable, open up, share their truth, and receive love. All all old systems are fading. Political systems, religious systems, social systems. And while they fade, their power, their influence, while they fade, they they scream out because they're losing power. What it leaves is the individual to truly be free, to join other individuals in freedom. And the movement of healing begins. I hope this message, right before I hit record, I always say, all right, what am I supposed to talk about? And then I hit record and it comes. And here was the message. I hope this message lands with you. That it speaks to you. And if you want to speak with me, if you want to speak with others, if you're looking for resources, let me know. It's time. It's time. My name is Lucas Mack, and I am defining vulnerability as having the courage to experience love in its purest form. I'm honored that you've joined me on this journey, and I am excited to have you join me in this movement. To find more information about me, go to lucasmack.com. Follow me on Instagram. I produce a lot of content on Instagram. Follow me there. Follow me there. Follow me on Facebook. And if you are hurting, I understand. And it's time, my brother and sister, to see the pain get released. And it's time to do the work. So if you need assistance in that, if you need referrals in that, let me know. Because there's not a moment to waste any longer. I am honored that you joined me. This is the Vulnerable Hero Podcast.
Thank you for listening. And I will talk to you on the next episode. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode. Thank you so much for listening. I'm looking forward to bringing you the next podcast. I have some amazing guests coming up and we are going to have Gordana Birnett on more episodes. There's just 2020 is going to be incredible, but I hope that this blesses you and it touches you in a way that you're able to really get introspective and think through the ways where you're being held back, where you can think through the ways, the ways where you can think through the ways you're being held back in the areas that you can heal. My name is Lucas Mack. As always, it's been a pleasure having you listen. Thank you. Make sure you download this podcast, share it, follow me on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, on LinkedIn, and go to my website, lucasmack.com for more information. I will talk to you later, my friends. Thank you. Thank you.